Hey, hey, Star Wars fans, it's Gary here from Spark of Rebellion, and we would love for you to listen to all of our brand new episodes when they land every single Saturday. Make sure you follow us on your podcast app of choice or pop over to sparkofrebellion.com forward slash listen. If you like the show and you want to support us, you can do that via our Patreon. Just head over to sparkofrebellion.com forward slash Patreon and come and join our other patrons. And thank you so much for your continued support. Now, may the force be with you and on to this week's Spark of Rebellion. Hello there. Hello there and welcome to Spark of Rebellion, the weekly Star Wars show from a galaxy far, far away. And unlike my full-time friend, Mr. Part-Time Mark is back in the driver's seat. And just before we do anything else, I'm going to express my gratitude to Gaz for covering my ass last week. Now, I know what you're thinking. If you listened to the show last week, tell me all about your DIY, Mark. Well, I'll tell you all about my DIY. It consisted of PlayStation. Told Gaz I was up a ladder, really. I was on a roof in New York City in my Spider-Man suit. So that's that. Thanks for the heads up, guys. It's been a great show. Adios. This is Sparker Rebellion. And like I said, thanks for covering last week. What, what we've got this week is going to be an interesting split. Because really, it seems like there's only been two lots of news this week. All Disney Plus or all toys. So we're going to dig into both sets of news. There is some interesting Disney Plus stuff coming up. And there's some very... Very badass Lego sets coming up, so it's going to be a very interesting one. But before we get into the content, thank you to all of our current patrons who support us and help us to produce this show. You can join the crew over on Patreon from as little as a book per month. Get your hands on some swag. Go over there to patreon.com slash Rebellion. Now, guys, all bants aside, dude, thanks for covering last week. Um, and I want to congratulate you, really, on what appears to be a new word in your vocabulary. Here the word go. thing seems to have crept in yeah. a little bit more. Tell me about that. Where did you learn it? Well, here's the thing. And the thing is, <laughs> and I think I said it on the show, actually. I was like, I'm aware I'm saying the word thing a lot. And I'm annoyed at myself, if I'm honest, mate. I'm annoyed at myself because I was talking to a dude the other day. He's like, you've been podcasting for a while, haven't you? <laughs> it was almost like that scene at the office. You've been manager for 17 years just spare a minute just to you know it was like that you've been podcasting for ages like what's what's good practice for mic technique and vocabulary and i was like we need to steer clear of crutch words and phrases and sounds because they can creep in and they become a habit and it's really difficult to get rid of them and uh, lo and behold the next podcast that i record sor last week i end up saying thing every bloody you know paragraph and sentence so it annoyed me, dude, but at the same time, don't really care. Well, I don't really care. I like that honesty in you. And it, do you know, it's true that. So I've got a couple of them as well. So I say like when I'm thinking and I, we did some media training through work and he was like, like, <laughs> shut up saying that. So I've started to say it less, but the other one I say is ultimately. So when I'm trying to round something up and finish a point off, I'm just, I, f- I start with, you know, ultimately, and it's, the video editor that we use at work, he sent me a message. Dude, what are you doing? You're making my life really <laughs> difficult. Uh, okay, I'm really, really sorry for doing that. So I get it. Um, yeah. yeah, but good work yeah. on coaching new podcasters, dude. I'm glad that you're filling in on our live coaching tomorrow for podcasting. Um, might have to pull that one as it goes. 
might have to pull that one in case it becomes a thing. You know, don't want it to be a thing, yeah. do we? And the thing is, you know, things and things. and There's an app for Here the Mackle things. Maybe I should have got in on that. Maybe. Right, let's move on then. That was a weird Star thing. Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. Star Wars. Easy, innit? Uh, before we get to things, we've got a few Disney Plus things going on this week. And we've got uh, a few toy things. Bit of uh, bit of Hasbro. Bit of Lego. But <laughs> before we do that, I'll ask you the same question that I ask you every single week. What's been going down in Star Wars for Gazala? What's been happening this week? In fact, the last two weeks, because we didn't talk last week. Yeah, for the last two weeks. Um, some more Clone Wars stuff. I, I'm I'm loving going through that stuff again, man. But the problem is, is that every time you ask me, I'm still on that journey because there's so much of it. You know, there's six seasons to get through before I get to the the season seven stuff. So, um, yeah, I'm normally box off around uh, three to six kind of episodes a week throughout the week. I watch one on on my lunch break. The company I work for only give me half an hour lunch, so I don't really have opportunity to do that too much. So, in the evenings, you know. I'm up watching a bit of Star Wars and stuff. It's not too bad. Wait a minute. Is that true? Well, contractually, yeah. Realistically, who knows? Those templates. Yeah. I need to start taking an hour less then. Exactly. Well, to be continued after this podcast. But one thing I did do actually is uh, I went through all of my posters because I'm aware that I'm still my office room here. While I've got some merch out and collectibles and whatnot on the shelves and stuff. How are you married? Oh, right. I need to um I need to get my artwork up on the wall. So I think what I need to do is get some of those sound absorbing tiles, you know, like the foam tiles, get some of those up in it just so it's properly treated. But I've got some really cool and I was going through that stuff and I was thinking, frickin' hell, Gary, you really need to get this stuff up on the wall immediately. I've got some really nice posters. I've got those really nice portrait um collection of original trilogy prints from bottleneck about two years ago still need to get mm. them sorted i've got some really nice um uh, original matt bush posters original prints from that dude some really nice stuff so it was really nice to look for all that actually and go through that so i've put some stuff aside got some budget aside for some frames and whatnot so hopefully should get that sorted soon uh, and that's about it dude really Nothing else Star Wars-y. Yeah. Well, that was a lot. You know, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, you've got to get that wall done. Get some posters up, haven't you? Yeah, that's it. For you uh, enjoying the audio experience now, um, let me narrate this. Gary's looking bewildered at his wall. Uh, da, 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 bewilderment. Uh, now pensive. Hmm. We'll post some pictures on Patreon, maybe. <laughs> yeah, you've got to get that wall done. All right, the Star Wars posts are going to look pretty good. Well, I got some good news. Finished the old book, didn't I? Oh, the one you don't like. Well, it's a, certainly a book of two halves. Um, and it's, you know, it's it's not bad. It's just... I feel like, you know, because Claudia Gray is such a character person. Hmm. Hmm. It's sort of... Um, like I said last week or the week before... You know, she's building new characters, but also building like these new worlds and everything that go along with it and this new mythology. So rather than it having like a bit of a basis in current mythology or, you know, you're leaning on things that we already know and, you know, okay, I don't have to explain this place because we know what Dagobah's like or we know what happened at the Death Star. So here's all the exposition on the characters. It's exposition on everything because you need it. Um, but it's fascinating. Like a couple of the villains that they introduce are interesting. It does tie into the first one, Light of the Jedi. Um, 
So maybe, you know, maybe I was a little harsh on it. It's still not my favourite book by any stretch, but I feel because of the nature of the book, it's going to be one of those that when the High Republic's fleshed out a lot more, it's a it, it, it will feel like the prequels do where it's like, well, you know, not the best, but in context of the story, pretty good, pretty useful, like it, you know, one of them. I think mm. that's what that'll be, dude. Okay, nice. Well, that's good. I'm glad it picked up and the last half was a bit better because you, you seemed a bit down, buddy, I must admit. You didn't seem I wasn't down in a good know. place, you know. I'm not going to say you were, you know, climbing up out towards the window or anything, but you just no, no, no. You, you just didn't seem impressed because you said that you really like Claudia Gray as an author. I do. She's normally very good and you're like, it's crap. You were very honest. <laughs> oh, it was shite. That first bit was shite, man. It was <laughs> not good. It was tough to get into and it was like nothing happened for such a long time. But I feel like maybe it's a breaking bad thing. Maybe mm. it needed that. Yeah. I don't know. She's the writer, not me. I'm the idiot. But it, it felt shite, man, to start with. But anyway, alas, we moved on. We're on to Throne Ascendancy now. Have you read that yet? The one with the blue pages? No, I haven't. You're on that one, anyway. Right. Yeah, moved on. I've got a list. Oh, a pile behind me of Star Wars books that I want to read. So I'm kind of just working through them. Yeah. I do it before bed. Smash it out before bed. Well, smash a book out before bed and then go to sleep. Um, well, not a book, but I read a few pages. So that's why I read so much, you know? Well, there are a lot of Star Wars books. So that's a good job you like reading. I know. I know. Well, you know, it turns mm-hmm. me off, switches mm-hmm. me off, mm-hmm. switches me off. But you know what? Books are not the only thing that I like. I'm currently on with building my uh, my Lego um, helmet, my, my black X-Wing, not X-Wing, my TIE Fighter helmet at the minute. So Lego's always up there, are things that I like. Mm. And... We got some news on a bit of Lego. Lego Star Wars 75296 is Darth Vader's meditation chamber. And we've got a bit of news on it. We've got a bit of news on it. So this Instagram user, exabrickslegogo underscore, easy to find, <laughs> done a bit of reporting saying that this, so this rumoured piece was supposedly going to be a Star Wars celebration uh, exclusive. You know, they, they do it where they, um, they they release these things in the run-up Star Wars celebration, which is back this year, I think, isn't it? And it should have been a US exclusive. But apparently this, this user on Instagram has, has posited that this will probably be coming out as a normal, regular retail set. So this is recorded by, uh, as reported by BrickFanatics.com. And what's cool about this is, like, number one, this is a fairly badass-looking set. This is a, a fairly badass-looking set. But two things that are really interesting. Apparently, it's going to be an 18-plus set, which is similar to the Bespin Duel, the Bespin Duel, which I guess is just because of the nature of the... Um, a, a little bit like the, uh, I guess, the, the Revenge of the Sith one that I've got behind me, where it's, you know, there's a fight happening you know, I don't know what the situation is with that one. But it's only 70 quid as well. So this, like Darth Vader's medita- meditation chamber is like one of the coolest possible concepts for a Lego, isn't it? And for 70 quid, you're all right with that, surely. For 70 Your quid? Place. Yeah, you can't you can't go wrong, mate. For 70 yes, quid. Yes, please, four. Yes, please, four. I love this. This will be a great little set. Actually, not little, is it? How many, uh, how many pieces is it? 600 odd. 663. Decent. Yeah. It is. Yeah, I like this, dude. It'd be cool to 
to actually see some pictures of it, which I don't think we'll get just yet. But the concept, the idea, sounds great. And it almost begs the question why they haven't done this yet as a Lego set. What do you think this deal with the 18 plus stuff is? Do you think it's, I mean, I can't imagine it's because it depicts violence because, I mean, they've all got lightsabers and blasters. Do you think it's more that it's a display thing as opposed to a, a toy thing? Hmm. Because they've got the little plaques, you know, like the helmets have got on, like the Yoda and the Grogu. They've got the little plaques, haven't they? As opposed to like a Obi-Wan's hut that's just like, hey, yeah, throw the... You know, throw the lightsaber at Luke, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? It's not, it doesn't feel like a playset. Do you think that's it? Or am I being really naive with that? Yeah, I think so. So do you think it's more to do with this is a display piece rather than give it to kids to build and then smash the pieces and lob in the tub and not really? Is that what you mean? Or do you think it's... I, yeah, I think so. Because if you look at the Bespin, Bespin Duel, like that comes with a little 40th anniversary of Empire plaque. You know, it's got the whole... It's very clearly intended to be placed alongside something that you can see it and go, like, ah, okay, that's the thing that it is. Mm. As opposed to like um, the Anakin Starfighter that I got for Christmas that's clearly a, you know, let a kid run around and pretend it's an actual Starfighter. I wonder if that's the difference. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that any pieces of Lego are qualified... Well, should be qualified for adults only, though. Even if it is a no, display piece, yeah, it's, I don't know, maybe it is because it does depict a bit of a, but then again, that scene in the film, it's not really a dark scene, is it? It's not a, nothing really bad's happening. It's just Egghead Vader <laughs> in well, his chamber, it, isn't it? you know? Yeah. yeah. Calm yourself down. Steady. Calm yourself down. Steady. Now, the, uh, the Lego at 70 quid is all well and good. Get that past the missus nice and easy. She's not going to notice. It's all right, isn't it? Easy. <laughs> Amazon, done. <laughs> what about an Imperial Star Destroyer at 700 quid? Mm. That's a different thing to tackle with, with your significant other. Yeah. It is. That's not as easy to get through. It is. Well, I've got a bit of good luck for you. A bit of good news. Apparently, on the horizon, there's a cheeky little rumour that a new Imperial Star Cruiser is going to be, uh, Star Destroyer, is going to be released this year. Same guy, always the same. He's reported that there's going to be a much less detailed version of a Star Destroyer landing. Still a decent size, but coming in about 150 bucks. So this feels like it's sort of in between the, you know, the big Death Stars that they do, the, the Falcons that they do, the Star Destroyers. They are pretty badass, but they are bloody huge, aren't they? So, and they're expensive. So it, it's it's feeling like Lego's trying to kind of uh, dumb this down a little bit to make things a little bit more affordable for collectors. So yeah, this is it, this is nothing firmed up on this, but again, Brick Fanatics, uh, same Instagram user as well. Um, so 150 quid, but if you look at the picture, we'll stick the link in the show notes. It, I mean, it's a funny one, this, because it's clearly a scaled back one. It's almost like, well, if you're going to buy a Star Destroyer, sort of do it right. Um, like, I'm not sure I'd want this Star Destroyer on the display because of how kind of bulky it looks, even though it's sort of like, you know, it's 150 quid, it's a Star Destroyer, it's Lego. It, it's sort of like, where where's that line? You know what I mean? Where's that line? Now it's a toy, this is badass, but then it's a 150 quid toy. It's like in mm-hmm. this weird, like it's in this weird grey zone, this toy. Do you know what I mean? You know what I'm trying to say with that? I know exactly, dude. It is a grey area. For sure. 
And uh, at first, when I when I read this, so again, this comes from brickfanatics.com, which is normally a very good website. I thought that the 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 model that they've shown, which is fully constructed, I thought that was just a standalone thing that you could pay like 150 quid. And that's your thing, right? But this that's not the case. Is that right? You have to spend 150 quid at least on lego.com or whatever, and then you get this for free. Oh, but, wait a second. Have I just read that wrong then? Is that right? Or is that me getting that completely wrong? I don't know. Wrong? Let's have a look. Uh, oh, okay. Wait a sec. Wait a sec. Wait a sec. Yeah, qualifying Lego spend. Sorry, I totally misunderstood that. Yeah, so you're going to have to spend... On, ah, okay, my bad. Okay, okay, okay. Um, so, yeah, so depending on how you look at that... Up. Yeah, depending on how you look at that, dude, that could be a good thing. Like if you're already going to drop at least 150 quid on Lego. Yeah, exactly. It's not a bad little freebie. However, it does come with its own... Um, its own little thing. I reckon you'll see this in Lego shops. Um, I reckon they'll make a ton of these and then they won't be able to get rid of them. <laughs> so you're going you to a Lego shop in a year's time and you'll see these for like 40 quid, 50 quid or whatever in a Lego shop. But I'm not sure I'd want it anyway. Yeah, Sam. Yeah, because what you said earlier, like, oh, I've got your crutch now. So like the big, like, the big Star Destroyer that you could get, which was... I think it was a couple of years ago, the one that you said that came out for six hundred and fifty pounds, that big old monster of a thing. When you Done know that that's out, now it's there, worth three grand. <laughs> when you know that that's out there, but then you get this little thing, which is the size of a dinner plate, probably. It's like, mm, if I'm gonna be spending hundreds of pounds on Lego, I might as well just fork out for the proper big star destroyer anyway, and get this one for free. Come on, that's the plan, isn't it? There we go. Just do that. <laughs> yeah, just get two of them. It's only it's money. All good. It? It's only money. Only money. Easy, isn't it? Yeah. Easy. Yeah, it's a funny one. I'd never realised. Yeah, I totally missed that, dude. Um, I totally missed that. You're absolutely right. Yeah, this is why you're the boss. Um, if he is the boss. But yeah, you're absolutely right. It comes with like a free, uh, you know, a bit, a bit of a free package. But it makes it easy to spend 150 quid, isn't it? On uh, on Lego. That's fairly easy. Too bloody easy. But it just... Yeah. Too easy at sometimes. Um, I'd, yeah, I don't know what I'd do with it. Imagine you get it. What would you do with it? Would you do it? Would you put it up? I'm not honestly. I'm not sure I would. Ah, the plan thick. Uh, the plot thickens, dude. Oh, go on. Perfect. If you're gonna buy something from Lego that's more than 150 quid, save this Christmas when the Christmas rolls round. Nephews, sons, or even daughters, whatever. There you go. There's a cheeky little mm. present that you don't have to sort out. Lovely. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like it, actually, like it a lot. All right, okay. Well, you know, <laughs> if anyone gets one of these from Gaz in the future, you know exactly what's happened here. Well done. Um, <laughs> smooth move, smooth move. Oh, yeah. Now, speaking of things that aren't as smooth, what about those hairy little bear critter things? The other toys. <laughs> that was that was quite tenuous. That should be a radio presenter. Nice link. Um, yeah. I don't know. Oh, don't mess about. Ewoks. Remember that animated Ewok show? From the 80s that kind of ran alongside droids. Remember that? Oh, man, these were like the good times. <laughs> I used to watch this. Bear in mind I was like three or four. And what were you, like 11, 13? Shut up. You know, I don't know, in your 20s. Like, these were great days. Come on from school, there was Ewoks on TV or the droids TV show on TV. Like, pretty sweet times. Well, the Ewoks version, you know, the Ewoks cartoon, 
Um, he's coming to Disney Plus. Yeah, coming to Disney Plus. Yeah. Um, I I don't really have much to say on this one because it's you know it's not steeped in law. It's just a cute little thing. I used to enjoy watching it, uh, but sadly, Droids is not has not been announced. So I don't know if that's with a different licensor or whatever. Um, which I'm gutted about because that would be the one that I'd really want. But yeah, this animated Ewoks TV show that was out in the uh, the mid eighties um, is, is is coming out to, to Disney Plus. So yeah, weird one really. It was it was the Star Wars era that wanted to capitalize on kids even more, wasn't it? Back in the day, it was, mate. Yeah, the old Ewoks. And for your information, Mark, I was mm-hmm. five. Yeah, when yeah, this came whatever. out, what I was five. You were probably four or three. Well, I was two. Coming out of my different Of course you were. Different angle. So, yeah. Both of those. It was Wicket. He was the star at show. Wicket. And it was all of his other dudes legging around. The little furry, like you said, non-smooth creatures. Ewoks and yeah it was just a lovable little cute thing and it was kind of isolated as well you didn't have to you didn't have to follow it intently like you would with the Clone Wars that animated show Mm. everything I think every single episode was an isolated little fun little story like the gummy bears and you just yeah I mean it didn't even really feel that Star Warsy to be honest with you it really didn't Mm. feel that that Star Warsy but yeah, we'll check it out when it lands on Disney Plus. Bit of a nostalgia trip would be quite cool. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like you say, a little nostalgia trip. And hey, speaking of, you mentioned the Clone Wars, uh, the Tarakovsky. Remember that one? That one's coming to Disney Plus as well. And it was this was really, really interesting. I actually really enjoyed this show. It was it was um, as a, as a kid in the eighties, you'll appreciate this. That sort of Hanna Barbera style animation. That this Tarakovsky animation is. Whilst it's very distinctive, it's got it smacks of that old kind of, uh, like I said, the Hanna Barbera style. You know, the old cartoons, the Tom and Jerry stuff. It, you know, Warner Brothers. It just smacks of that vibe, that old two D animation style. Um, and it, it was. I remember this being such a very interesting series. You know, Ventress was on there. Uh, General Grievous. You know, it was all that very highly stylized character design that was on there. Very high point very chin-oriented. Um, 25 episodes of it always kind of, in my view, gets overlooked a bit in favour of, obviously, the clearly, um, usually because of the time it took to, to, to kind of make it, but the the, um, the superior version of The Clone Wars later. You know, it's overlooked a little bit, but this is coming to Disney Plus as well, which was a little bit of a surprise because I feel like Disney sometimes doesn't give us credit with being able to differentiate between two things called something similar. Um <laughs> So I was pleasantly surprised by this, dude. But yeah, this this Tarakovsky animated Clone Wars is coming through to uh, to Disney Plus as well, my man. It is indeed, and this has got me excited, bud. Yeah, I fell in love with this as soon as I saw the. Uh, I used to like Samurai Jack back in the day. Mm. It's a really cool animated show, and uh, I just love this guy's art style. It's got such a unique, such a unique feel to it. It's so badass. And the way that this was done as well, it had a really nice, it had a real classic film vibe about it as well. So with the with the the CG-based Clone Wars, uh, you know, the Clone Wars, 
uh, that's very much like a like a modern film. You know, it's cut very quickly most of the time, and there isn't much breathing room typically between scenes and all that stuff. Whereas this one, it it really has that old old timey old timey wimey film about it. So there's a few scenes. I remember this one scene where Anakin is having a massive uh, face off with um, uh, Ventress, and that scene went on for twenty minutes. And there's most of it, they're not even talking. And there's scenes where um, they're out in the forest somewhere, I think, and it starts raining and these little droplets start falling on Anakin's lightsaber. And it's like a really slow pan and it happens for like 10 seconds. And then something else happens, have a little bit of a... And then they'll somersault off. And it's just really well-paced and slow. And, oh man, I just fell in love with it. And this guy knows his... He knows his onions, man. So the the very last season of samurai jack that was out a few years back now was like a masterpiece in composition color theory all of that stuff it's just visually like mm, love it so that this stuff man i can't i'm gonna binge this i'm gonna watch this like three or four times over i can see it happening it's yeah out of all the stuff that's coming to disney plus dude this is the one for me that's that's really awesome yeah i can't wait for this it's one of the interesting pieces as well like like you said earlier on growing up when we did with all those very highly considered cartoons and, and, and things that have informed other things later. You know, you look at um, the guys behind Simpsons and Family Guy. Like They were obviously brought up in a similar era and they've been massively informed by what went before it. Like this, It's nice to see an IP um, such as Star Wars get the treatment like this and, and, and sort of remember what what could have been done because there's so many there were so many properties like back in the 80s and 90s from centurions and visionaries that were so exceptionally well done you know and if the animation wasn't great the storylines were the writing the dialogue was or if the story in the, uh, the 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 dialogue wasn't great the animation would be really outstanding um so it's, it's interesting that this is it's one of the things that again a lot of the newer generation that wouldn't necessarily get this um, and that wouldn't necessarily see anything other than the Clone Wars get to see this as well. Because I think it um, it's, it's always nice to, and this would probably sound like my dad, but it's always nice to kind of go back to that simplicity, you know, that basic level of, you know what, let's just enjoy this. You don't have, we don't have to marvel at it. We don't have to, we don't have to quote how realistic it looks or how unrealistic it looks or be distracted by the CG or the character models. It's just storytelling and wrapped up in this 2D love that we used to have. So, yeah, I think that there's a very nostalgic piece of me that, that, that's attached to this kind of thing as well, dude. I think it's badass. Yeah. Yeah, you absolutely nailed it, man. It's got that, it's got that feeling of uh, we don't have to dive into it and, you know, somebody doesn't have to do a podcast to dive into every minute detail about this show. It's mm. just one of those things where yeah, it, it, we can enjoy it for the sake of it being a really good, really good piece of animation and storytelling. And that's it. That, you can just draw the line there. It's like you don't have to dissect it for the next 20 years. It's um, mm. Yeah, it's amazing, man. Love it. We're looking forward to that one. And one last thing in the animation vein that's coming to Disney+, Plus, and this one is a little old school. Um, and I actually don't know if I've seen this. I think maybe I did as a child. Because oh, when you were two. it rings bells yeah. Well, when I was <laughs> pre-child. Mm. The old uh, Star Wars Holiday Special, 
has got the anime to the first appearance of Boba Fett, uh, the story of the faithful Wookiee. Um, and I only, I only, in the back of my mind, believe I've seen this because we used to watch this kind of thing all of the time, like the droids, the Star Wars holiday special. Like my nan and granddad had all these things for us, like lined up. It's like someone went, go to the shop, get things to distract them. And they just came back with all this stuff. Um, so this is coming out as well. This is coming out onto Disney Plus on April the 2nd. Um, <clears throat> and it's, yeah, it's just it's just another interesting thing. Like, you know, what a nice thing for the fans to put on Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, no real big opinions on it. And I, I genuinely don't know if I've seen this. I'm kind of digging back into my memory banks. What about you? Is it, Have you seen this? Yeah, so th- you would have seen it if you've seen the Star Wars Holiday Special. So all it is is just one isolated story that they had always that they had uh it was like this little animated thing that they should we'll have to do a we'll have to do a podcast episode mate to review the holiday special it's a real it's such a strange thing (laughs) it's like one of the weirdest things not just in star wars but in general in life it is one of the weirdest things i've ever seen i've not um, seen it for as an adult i've not seen it dude it's um we're going to have to have a few beers, I think, while we're doing that one. <laughs> but it's a real weird thing. So this was a really good... To be fair, though, this little animated short was one of the best things about it. The the actual... You know, the animation's not anything crazy in terms of quality or anything like that, but it has got a nice kind of style to it. It's got like a a rough and ready sort of style. And it is the first time that we see, um, we see Boba Fett. And um, yeah, it's just a... a, a cool quirky little thing i think you should watch it when it comes on disney plus it's it, it, it's only a short thing but mm. defo man we'll have to do the holiday special <laughs> that'll be funny yeah i just honestly i've not seen it as a as an adult and the only reason now in my, the back of my mind that i'm seeing this as something that i've seen as well is because the animation style and the fact that boba fett looks like that like i remember somewhere in my head seeing that and that just might be me making it up. Like, you know, your brain's like, well, you've seen it a thousand times on the internet, of course. You know, it might <laughs> be just be that. So, yeah, we'll do that. We'll do that, dude. I'm uh, I'm totally game for that one. That yeah, sounds pretty yeah. cool. That'd be cool. Now. Now, now, now. There's more. <laughs> There's one more thing. More Ewoks, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Can't get rid of them, can you? Oh, they're everywhere, aren't they? Uh, Caravan of Courage. This is reported by TheForce.net. Caravan of Courage, an Ewok adventure, and its sequel, Ewoks, The Battle of Endor, which I think, again, seem to remember seeing them. Uh, you'll have seen them in the early teens, back in 84, 85, <laughs> when these were released. Again, April 2nd. Uh, these, these are all... Yeah, I don't know if I've seen this. They're all about the Ewoks. They're coming out on April 2nd. They came out in the 80s. Warwick Davis is in them. You know that that that's how it that's how it goes. You know that's how it's been reported. But I don't know if I've seen these either. So Caravan of Courage and the Battle of Under Endor again. Have you seen these, dude? Uh, I have. Well, I haven't seen the Battle of Endor, but I've seen Caravan of Courage, an Ewok adventure. <laughs> I don't remember too much about it. I saw this a long, long time ago, but I don't remember seeing the other one. And it sounds like it was, this was a fairly cool time, you know. So back in the the mid eighties to the early nineties. They were really pushing these spin-off animated things where they weren't focusing on the main lead characters. They were they were plucking the uh 
And of course it was aimed at kids. So they've plucked the Ewoks out. And the other show that you mentioned that uh, might come to Disney Plus at some point, the Droids cartoon, they were focusing on the playful, sidekicky, little cuteness factor. But from what I remember, these are very cute. That's the best way to put it. They're not really uh, sort of hardcore action. You know, there's a few spots here and there where it gets a bit tasty but nothing too too crazy it's a bit of a, a kid's thing obviously but from what i remember um they weren't anything to write home about <laughs> but i don't think they were terrible either i know that warwick davis comes back and voices wicket and there's a couple of other people that were in actually in return of the jedi uh stuff like that but yeah i suppose we'll check it out we've got nothing else to watch Nothing else going on, is it? Easy done. Easy done. Yeah, it's one of those. It's a Sunday afternooner, isn't it? Yeah. It's a Sunday afternooner. Yeah. You know, have your dinner, sit down, bit of TV. What should we watch? Ewoks, Caravan of Courage, done. You've yep. charmed me. You've Come in. <laughs> Come in with the chopped chips and beans. Sit down, <laughs> bit of Ewoks. There's worse ways to spend a Sunday afternoon. <laughs> yes, there is all right last bit of news then <laughs> last one for the week been a quiet week really uh with news but we've got some new toys um so hasbro you know i mean star wars is reporting this by the way so starwars.com hasbro are always making good stuff um the black series stuff always looks great so i mean some of the faces and some of the molds are a little bit off sometimes but uh you know by and large it's it's a pretty solid line of things and um lucasfilm is 50 this year as we know and what, what's interesting about this report is that obviously there are new toys coming out. Or there's inevitably going to be new toys. But they're adding to this Black Series line by um, digging into legends. You know, really digging into to the old stuff. The stuff that was decanonized, de decanonicalized, de The stuff that's not canon anymore. And really leaning into that for these toys. So I'm fascinated, number one, by that. But some of these look absolutely fantastic. So I quickly run through... Uh, what we've got, and then we can kind of dig into a couple of them. Uh, so we've got the Heir to the Jedi Luke Skywalker, uh, which is interesting. We've got Jackson from Star Wars Adventures, the, uh, <laughs> I mean, rabbit-like. I'm going to call him Bucky O'Hare. You know, he's a Bucky O'Hare-alike. You know, <laughs> very much of the Bucky O'Hare vein. Um, we've also got a, uh, sorry, Karna Jax from Star Wars Crimson Empire. And then... The one that I think looks the best, we've got Darth Maul from uh, the Darth Maul series, so the comic book series, uh, Darth Maul in his Sith apprentice form. So these look pretty sweet, man. Um, now I've not spent much time in Legends. I've I've read Air to the uh, Air to the Jedi, um, read some of the Throne stuff, but I've not read everything with Legends. So you might have a little bit more insight on this one. Like, how do you feel about these? As, number one, as characters to be chosen, and number two, as the versions of them as toys. You know, how do you feel about this, dude? Yeah, I'm up for this, man. So, Heir to the Jedi. Come on, dude. Heir to the Empire. Oh, sorry. A... It's because I, re I was reading Heir to the Jedi on the bloody list the other day. I know. Do you know what it is? I know. When it gets what nearly five o'clock and Mark hasn't had a, had a brew for a little while, starts to flag a little bit. Mm, little I bit. do. I really do. Yeah. I really do. And this is why Disney Plus can't put Clone Wars and the Clone Wars on Disney Plus. <laughs> So Heir to the Empire, great story that was. Really, really cool. So it's good that they've plucked Luke because he looks really cool. He looks like the uh, like the typical, he's not just a, 
a, a golden shiny Jedi. You know, he's a bit more, bit more. It looks more like a mercenary than he does a Jedi, uh, and that story's really good. And the figure doesn't look too bad, uh, which is kind of cool. Uh, the other one I'm looking forward to is the Darth Maul uh, figure from that really old, uh, that really old Marvel um, run that went out. Well, I think it was like 20 years ago now. It might even been one of the first, one of the first um, Star Wars runs they did over there. Uh, but the 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 way that they did him in the comic, he looks really badass. He's like you know a little bit jacked, a little bit you know he's ripped. He looks pretty badass, and uh, you can join the lightsaber together, have it in two parts. It looks very cool. Uh, and the other one, which I think is my favourite out of all of them, is the uh, the Carnage Jacks. Not because the story, uh, I don't remember reading the story uh, at all, but I'm always a sucker for the Imperial Guards from the OT. There's just something about them that I had loads of them when I was younger. I had like seven or eight of them because people just get buying them for me for my birthday and Grimbo and stuff. And uh, in terms of like, like in terms of putting on the nostalgia goggles, these do it for me, man. Freaking love these. So yeah, this transforms me back to a seven, eight year old Gary. Yeah. What about you? You going to pick up any of these? Bucky O'Hare floating your boat. Yeah, I love a Bucky O'Hare. Um, I mind do actually. Yeah, I like I like the 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 nature of these. The molds of them look fantastic, and and the the um, I know they're very very poseable. The articulation looks decent for the price point, and it it they're the sort of thing that you you would have lined up in a display display case, and they look, look pretty badass because they they've clearly chosen rich color palettes for these characters. They've chosen them because they stand out more, as much as being pretty cool legend characters, I guess. Um, so yeah, I, I think I might grab a couple of these. I'm attracted to the Luke one, not like that. No, I'm not. I felt seems a bit high to me. <laughs> um, but I might pick up the Darth Maul one as well. Um, I like that. I think it looks good. It's a good, good looking character. Um, so yeah, I might do. I don't know. I'm trying to trying to stop spending on stuff like this. Um, in fact, I've not bought anything like this. But there's always these things that tip me, dude. You're going to mention the Xbox, aren't you? Dick. I wasn't going to mention the Xbox, mate. You Not are, at all. What I was going to say. What I was going to, dude. Uh, Xbox all the way. If you want to spend money on Xbox, then don't worry. Don't worry about you. Don't worry about you know Here bills or food. Just buy the <laughs> Xbox, mate. It's all good. <laughs> but what I would say is what you just alluded to. You have to be careful though, because if you pick up one of these, you're like, mm, there's another figure coming out that would look really good next yeah. to this one, and that's where that's it starts. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Well, I got the Lego helmets, and I know you've done the same with the figures. So I like got the Stormtrooper one, and then it's like, oh, crap, better get the Boba Fett one. Ah, oh, crap, better get the X-Wing pilot one. And exactly. then it's like, oh, crap, better yeah. get a Wicked Brick display case at 20 quid. Like, and the lights as well. Oh, that's not happening. Man, not a bad idea. it will. Yeah. Well, look, these are pretty badass, but there's so much. There's always stuff that comes out, isn't there? Like, you could just go on forever with this stuff, but they do look fantastic. Do you know, I'm fancying reading the legend stuff. Like I said, the stuff I've read is the Thorn, uh, Thrawn work, but I'm uh, I'm interested in digging into legends when I've got a bit of spare time. It seems like we're quieting down a bit with Star Wars books. You know, it's just the new High Republic stuff, but maybe, you know, maybe get into some of that stuff. How far did you go into that, into the legends? Have you read much of it? Uh, yes, I'd, I'd read about, I'd say about mm, between 12 and 15 of those books back in the day. And uh, some of them make a solid gold. Like some of them, yeah. you, you can tell that a lot of the newer Star Wars stuff, they've kind of 
pilfered from various themes mm. and and little bits like that. So although they decanonized all of it and just you know shoved it in a bag and just left it in a corner, you can tell that some of the some of the bits and pieces have influenced uh, uh, some of the recent video games and even some of the stuff in the films. You can just you can just see it. So yeah, man, dive into. I think Dell no Dell Ray don't no that's the newer stuff. There is a website somewhere, dude. I'll ping you the link. It's got the um it's got like a reading order for some of those things and grouping some of those things together so i would recommend it dude there's some really really good stuff in there good man i'll take a look well that is the news rounded up that's been a good one always fun to catch up on this stuff uh, and dig in thanks again for covering last week dude just give me a little wink that's weird oh god not gonna sleep tonight am i well now that you've got an xbox mate you're not gonna be doing much sleeping are you mm. <laughs> saturday he's gone saturday. <laughs> <laughs> Now, this has been good. It's always good. Now, what are you looking forward to, oh, beautiful listener, you ever-present listener? What are you looking forward to? Is it the toys? Is it the Lego? Is it the Black Series? Are you looking forward to the Ewoks, the Caravan of Courage? Let us know on Twitter, Instagram, or the face of Search for Spark Rebellion. You'll see us. We're fairly distinctive. Drop us a line. Let us know what you are looking forward to. And if you want to get involved, hit us up on patreon.com slash Rebellion. Get yourself a little swag. You can get a little sticker. Uh, Gary purportedly is uh, designing some new stickers. I believe him entirely uh, on this one. So this is good. And uh, yeah, we're looking forward to that as well. So join us over there, patreon.com slash sparkofrebellion. And until next week, stay safe. Enjoy yourself. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for letting us ramble on. And Gaz, always a pleasure, my man. Always a pleasure. As always, it's been fun to talk through toys, which is always a nice thing talk about especially star wars toys that's all good and as you said thank you very much everybody for coming back for another week and to our patrons it's very good to have you back thank you so much for your continued support until next week for episode 99 take care of yourselves stay safe and healthy and may the force be with you always